Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome to episode 228 for Monday, January 24th, 2022, as I've said over and over, a year that could very well be awesome for me. I don't know how awesome it's going to be for you. And I know it's not going to be awesome for me in every last way. I get it. But I think 2022 could be really awesome for me in one or two ways. Could be. Might be. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and suit up and show up and see what happens. Does that sound like a plan, everybody? All right. So uh, the first thing I want to do with today's show... Well, maybe I should do my disclaimer. Hey, everybody, everything I say is it's allegedly it's for entertainment purposes only. Maybe I'll explain to you, lovely Spotify listeners, you're listening to be live stream right now over Reddit. I do it this way so I can interact with all my beautiful friends in the comments section. These are all actually dear, dear friends. It's weird. It's wacky. It's lovely. So as you're listening to our show today, welcome aboard, especially if you're new. We love to have you. And that's just a little explanation of what we're doing today. Okay, so let me get back to every every day that I do this show, it's loosey-goosey. Almost always now, because I'm I do so many of these, almost always I have no idea what I'm gonna say until slivers of moments before I hit the live stream. Now I know some of you pe- people don't necessarily like to hear me wax poetic about sports. I know it. If you want to make me laugh by busting my balls in the comment section, feel free because actually I kind of enjoy it. And please understand, I'm going to uh, speed through this because, you know, whatever, this isn't what we're known for. But there was the game last night between the Chiefs and the Bills was... Uh, honestly, the most epic football game I ever remember watching. Ever. I can't ever remember this thing. It was like it was like watching a battle between the gods. The greatness on display on that field was just unbelievably. Oh, Independent Dirt 903. Good morning. Welcome to the show. You're a new newbie. Welcome. We love to have you says, hey, are you part of the Chicago Outfit mob? I'll put it this way. Um, Allegedly, for entertainment purposes only, there are, uh, let's put it this way, absolute royalty, right, from that area and that particular pursuit and that uh, particular cultural heritage. uh, There are people who would absolutely uh, take my call And uh, I could meet for lunch if I wanted to. Now, there might be a risk to that. I haven't done that in a long, long time. Anyway, there's your answer for today. The uh, Golden Trunks 27 says the Bills got done dirty. Now, so full disclosure for me. And again, you beautiful, lovely people. I'm going to get off sports here quick. But I just, this thing... Okay, so full disclosure, I don't stay up late enough to watch shit like that. There's no way. I went to bed at, I don't know, 8.30 last night. I'm a morning person through and through. So how I watch football is I, uh, what do you call it? I DVR it, which is a lovely way to... 
I never again will I spend three hours watching a football game. No way. I'm even going to DVR the Super Bowl. I'm not going to watch it live. No way. So this game I'm referring to, last night's game, I watched it this morning. Fresh in my mind. Now, that thing had so many plot twists, and I'm going to try, in case there's anyone out there who is also a DVR person. Um, I mean, anyway, this thing had so many knockout punches, so many times where you just thought, okay, well, that team just... They just took it from the other team, you know? It was epic. But they kept doing this over and over. Now, full disclosure, I turned it off just a little bit ago with, I don't know, 17 seconds or something left in the game. And it's like, the Bills won. The Bills won. And uh, come to find out, no, that wasn't the end of the game. It actually went into overtime. How is that even possible? I don't know. I'm going to watch the rest of it later, <clears throat> probably, but uh, it was an epic game, and I'm not going to tell you who won, just in case they're on the slim chance there's someone else out there. Salty agrees. He says, that was an epic game. So entertaining. Yeah. It really, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was trying to think of any any other game that felt like that to me. It was, I mean, both both teams just came to play. Holy shit. That's the only way you can put it. Tank says, that game was fantastic. Mahomes threw for 177 yards after, after the two-minute warning. What the hell? Think of that. Both those guys. Both those guys stepped up to the plate and threw freaking touchdowns from Poughkeepsie, New York. How the fuck these guys, and they did it, yes, they gobbled up yards and it's not because of shitty defense. Both defenses, I thought, played extremely well. It's these quarterbacks just totally elevated. Earbud user says uh, nice hat. Thank you. I I get these hats at Dobbs of New York. Oh, I should maybe warn you guys. Uh, my hat collection is getting out of control. I can't stop buying hats. I have ha- hats of all types. Maybe some of these things will sneak on. I think I wore one of my new cowboy hats the other day on the show. Tank says there was a prop bet <clears throat> that one game would go to overtime that paid $1,300 on a $100 bet and another prop bet that both teams would score over 35, uh, 35.5 points that paid seventeen hundred bucks on a hundred dollar bet. So Tank, I'm not much of a betting guy, or I'm not a betting guy at all. Is it conceivable that people could have cashed in on both those bets on that one game? Is that how that works? So you're telling me if I had bet a million dollars, I'd be a bajillion, kajillion, quadrillionaire? That would be awesome. Anyway, terrific game. I. I enjoyed it uh, immensely. And as always, when I'm watching greatness, you know, I can't just sit there and uh, and take it in. It it makes me, with my, per- my whatever, my personality, my mind, it makes me, uh, I start to think about myself, right? Well, why, why am I not great? You know, I want to be great. What could I do, right? And so, uh... <laughs> 
So as always, I did a little bit of that and again, it got me, but then I tried to pump myself up. I am maybe the king of like, just trying to do baby steps, little incremental improvements. And there's one that I uh, implemented yesterday. I tried it, what I, what I try to do, I'm not very good at it, but I try to implement little changes into my routine. This latest one is actually a big change. Now, I surround, I try and surround myself with smart people, right? That's my philosophy. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I love getting advice from other people, right? So, um, you know, I have, uh, well, you, I have legal advice, I have business advice, accounting advice. I was talking about my health advisor the other day that uh, talked me through uh, all this uh, this flu deal. And um, so now I'm gonna bring up my, uh, my image consultants, right? Who said uh, to me uh, once recently, hey, um, um, let's, the devil is in the details, okay? And as we're building up uh, your image and everything, your brand, let's make sure you don't have dry skin. All right. Now, this image consultant of mine uh, um, has uh, apparently knows a lot about dry skin. <clears throat> and I mean, without even without even asking, I knew. I mean, obviously, she or he knows more about dry skin than I do because I'm a, this is my, my mind is off somewhere else, right? Which is why I need an image consultant, right? Anyway, we talked it through, she, she or he walked me through all this stuff that I'm to do to bring my skin up to par with, uh, you know, what people would expect of a Z level level internet celebrity right, who's internet famous in one little blip of a corner of the internet. <clears throat> so uh, we walk through the regimen, and I'll tell you what's nice about, about uh, being alive today. I think it's nice. This might turn on us, but, but uh, as uh, we were talking about it, and, uh, and as she or he walked me through what the regimen is. I was sitting there ordering this stuff on Amazon right there. Boom, got it, boom, got it, boom. And then uh, that was day before yesterday and then the stuff came yesterday. So I got to start my regimen last night. And if I, for those of you, there might be someone out there who's hoping to um, soften their own skin, which I think is a very valid pursuit um, it's a very valid pursuit, but maybe you don't have the resources to have your own image consultants, you know, like I do, cause I'm fancy, fancy. I'm going to sum it up in a nutshell. Okay. First of all, I'm still, I'm, I'm not saying don't take advice. Definitely take advice. What you could do is find, find someone who has beautiful skin. Probably it's going to need to be a lady. Lady, all right? Or someone who eats Greek pastries. We'll leave it at that. Um, 
and uh, and and then, but if you can't, and then just ask her, what do you do or him? And they will tell you people with people that have achieved have achieved achieved silky soft skin. They're very happy. They're proud of how they did it, right? And they want to tell you, so that's good. And then, um, and then, but if you can't even do that, I'm just going to give you a shortcut just to get you in the ballpark, okay? If you if you don't, maybe you don't have the guts to uh, go find. Uh, Beautiful baby. Maybe you're isolated. Here's what you generally want to do. You want to lather yourself in skin softening products. That's what you want to do. Do this right before bedtime. And it's going to change your life. I'm very excited. I lathered myself up last night. I'm going to try not to get too graphic, but I've heard that... uh, when a bambino is born, right? Especially uh, C-section where they, they, they're, it's just, they haven't really been squeezed and all that stuff. They're like an orange that hasn't been squeezed. <laughs> anyway, I've heard that they can be covered in like Crisco, it seems like, right? So maybe what they, and no one can deny baby skin is incredibly soft. Maybe the, this is what the model is all based on. Anyway, I felt like a, uh, a newborn infant, although it really would, I, I'm sure it would hurt like hell to birth a person like me, right? But I was all lathered, all layer, layered. <laughs> Robo says, what in God's name are you talking about? Listen, I knew this was a total stinker of a topic. I, all you guys have been doing in the comment section is talking about other shit <laughs> talking about gambling while I'm talking about skincare <laughs> well whatever Robo have you not followed everything I've been saying Robo if you would like I can put you in touch with my uh, skincare consultant but I, I have this feeling you're probably good to go Anyway, whatever. So um, uh, I'm excited about my new regimen. My skin softening regimen. Oh, Georgie, see, this is great. If you guys want to actually honor and pay attention to what the freak I'm talking about. And uh, (laughs) uh, feel free. So Georgie shares hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yes. Is it true? Maybe one of you guys knows. Is soft skin, uh, 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 what you're doing is preventing dry skin, really, right? Is that what it is? So it would make sense with with lotions and potions on the on the outer layer. You're you're hydrating that way, and then if you drink, now you're shooting water at it from the other the other side of the skin barrier. What the hell am I talking about? I have no idea. Robo also doesn't know what I'm talking about. She she explains further. You kind of lost me at C-sections. What I'm talking about is I've I've heard friends describe childbirth, right? And the baby comes out and it's covered in Crisco and looks like an alien. I did not know that. And all I'm saying is I kind of felt like I was covered in Crisco last night. Robo, 
Tony, you're going off the off the rails, says Georgie. What? Really? Please don't seek out amniotic fluid for your skincare. <laughs> Georgie, I'm consulting a professional, okay? I mean, this is, I, I had no idea that this topic was going to be so controversial and apparently boring to you people. Oh, sorry, Tank. Tank's music homework. Tank's music homework is Neil Diamond, Holy Holy. Neil Diamond, Holy Holy. You, uh, uh, or Holly Holy. Is it Holly Holy? H-O-L-L-Y, H-O-L-Y. Is how he typed it here in the, here in our uh, Reddit live stream. Let me check it on the Discord. Tank has his own area on the Pepperoni Discord. Here it says Vicky Smith. Oh wait, no, Holly Holy. Is it Holly Holy? Is this a Is it a Christmas song? Isn't he Jewish? Is that allowed? Am I going off the rails? I have no idea. Covered in Crisco and looks like an alien, says Salty. Is that maybe gonna be the uh, quote of the show? Is that what you're insinuating? I don't know. It's not a Christmas song. Am I pronouncing it right? Tank Holly Holy. Holly Holy. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, what's his real name? Like Sheldon Finkelstein or something like that? I love Neil Diamond. I actually, I used to have a neighbor. Get this. This is a fun story. I had a neighbor... That, so she was of uh, South Korean descent. Now, she was very Americanized. She grew up here. But her parents brought them over from South Korea. And her and they didn't have much money. And her their dad thought it was very important to, you know, absorb the culture, Americanize. So now they had very little money, but he wanted to absorb uh, American culture. He bought one album. It was like the best of Neil Diamond. <laughs> or it was a cassette tape. I can't remember. But the dude would play it in the car. Anytime they were in the car, they listened to the same one Neil Diamond album. The entire, her entire childhood. And what's funny is it went, I'm sure that was, I mean, Neil Diamond is awesome. I love Neil Diamond. But I mean, to listen to him every day, you know, always exclusively, that would be a little weird. I'm sure there was a period of time where he was thinking, or she, sorry, she was thinking, and she has she has a sister too. They were thinking, good God, please, enough with the Neil Diamond, something else, please. But then she said over time, it actually flipped, and then she became hooked. So she's a Neil Diamond fanatic. They moved out of the neighborhood, but she used to, she was so into it. Now she's a grown mother and whatever. She would go do karaoke, only Neil Diamond tunes. And you know how they show you the words with karaoke? She would always be like, yeah, no, don't need it. She knew it that well. She didn't need any of the lyrics. She she became a Neil Diamond fanatic. 
Anyway. What the hell am I talking about? What time is it? Holy cow, 70, 7.20. <sighs> what else? Do you guys have plans for the week? Do you do you plan out your week? Do you have a, a set of goals? Do you have a vision for, for what you want to accomplish? I kind of, uh, I think I need to get more into that. Because as I sit right now, I don't, I have, I have some thoughts, but they're not specific. You know, obviously I I know I'm going to do five shows this week. I'm going to, um, I want to do some more video because I want to do video with the, uh, with my YouTube channel. I want to get better at that. I want to get, Lucenzo and I were supposed to do a video shoot yesterday. Something happened with his schedule. You can't, you, you can't, uh, you can't argue with a uh, 10 year old videographer. You can't be, be like, that's bullshit. Hey, I pay you good money. It's like, no, no. <laughs> so hopefully we're going to do something this week. And, uh, but I, but do I need to be more specific? Maybe are you guys who out there are like really goal oriented people, you know? Like I, some people, if I ask them on a Monday morning, what are you going to accomplish this week? They could just look you right in the eye and tell you 10 things and come hell or high water. That's exactly what they're going to do. Oh, Tanun says just the work week grind. Yeah. I mean, I guess for a lot of people, see, that's maybe that's my challenge is because I don't have a traditional job let's say um maybe that's my problem maybe most people don't need to be goal oriented it's uh it's given to them i still think you know what are you going to do with uh, with whatever your free time are you going to better yourself in some way amber glow says hopefully don't get covid so i can go to a party sunday night Ooh, that's fun that's an interesting goal. Don't get COVID. Don't get COVID. There have been, what, billions of people who have had that same goal <laughs> week after week, especially our elderly and infirm. Don't get COVID. That's been their main mantra. Amber says, our church puts on a great uh, serve service team appreciation party every year. Truly a highlight of my year. Oh, that's wonderful. Reddit has always cut off like the last couple centimeters of the comments. So I, when I read longer comments, I always have to just kind of assume what the words say. I hope I got it right. Georgie, she's going to do the work grind, physical therapy, same old, same old. Yeah, same old, same old. That's what I have a struggle with. Oh, I will report. Yesterday, I exercised for the first time in a good while. You know, I I was dealing with some sort of bug, some sort of infirmity. And it just had me off my game for the longest time. And I, to be totally honest, I still don't feel like I'm back. Actually, kind of not even close. But yesterday I thought, you know what? If I'm going to care for my skin, <laughs> then I may as well also just get serious. Let's go. Let's go all the way. Let's try to be presentable. You know, I've been investing in some fun clothing, etc. You know, I don't know if you guys can tell how addicted I am to that freaking outfitter place. 
and blue shirts. I've learned I blue is my favorite color to wear. I can't stop buying blue shirts. Anyway, so I exercised for the first time yesterday. I got on my uh I got on my rower. And I was I said to myself, "Don't push it. Just nice and easy." Cuz I have the kind I have this go big or go home uh personality. I don't know if anyone's noticed. And I just said nice and easy. That's what I was going to do. And I did nice and easy. And then um and then afterwards, after I got off the treadmill, I uh I remember going to the uh uh I think walking into the kitchen, I was going to get myself a drink and I just had this moment where it's like I might fall over. Like maybe that was a bad idea. I'm still going to do it again, too. but then that passed. I don't know. So I sat down for a while. I just want to be fucking healthy someday. That would be good. I think that's a good goal. <clears throat> Let's see. Girthy Vagina. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Love your Reddit name. And if it's... um. If it's based in reality, please call me. Please, please find the number for the show. Let's call. Anyway, says, isn't there another dude in Chicago that does this same thing? Uh, you mean like an R pants show? Is that what you mean, girthy vagina? <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, Amberglow says, Girth, Tony was the first. He's been doing this over a year. Wait, is there some... Wait. There's someone else that does a show like this? What the fuck? This is fascinating. Yes, and we're recording a podcast. Girthy Vagina, the podcast is called... <laughs> Let's see. The podcast is called uh, The Chicago Tony V Show. You can find it on all the whatever they... What's the term? Pod chasers? Pod getters? Pod nets? Fishing nets? I don't know, but uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that shit. You know? I'm going to have... I'm going to have your Reddit username in my in my brain all day. Um Oh, Walla Walla. Welcome to the show. That's another great uh, Reddit username it says a little exercise every day. You can do it. That's the way to do it, huh? A little bit. I think kind of I the only way I'm going to get anywhere in life because I'm not uh hugely uh uh, uh gifted or talented is I think little improvements like water through a rock. Drip, drip, drip. And then one day, one day if I keep doing that, drip, 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 little improvements, drip, drip. One day, I'm going to be like the freaking Grand Canyon. That's how That's how, how much of a difference there will be in my life. And I will have been dead for like 9 million years. <laughs> so what will it matter? See, I didn't think that through. 
Georgie says, just take it easy. Remember, uh, your lungs have had it rough for a while. This is true. Oh, there's a guy who sits in his garage on the south side. And I... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that guy's in Chicago? What's his name again? Thank you, Wala Wala. Podcast ag- aggregator is what I was... Yeah, and then so, but like I said, all all the main ones, the iTunes, the Google Podcasts, Spotify. Okay. Oh, and yeah, he drinks on every show, doesn't he? I'll tell you guys, I told this a long time ago. But um, now his show is very early in the morning, right? Paul's Garage, I think that's what it is. Paul's Garage, right? I'll tell I'll tell an interesting story. I've told it before on the show. But we've done this is like 228 and then we got to get it into mailbag. So check it out. <clears throat> Again, I think he does his show very very early. He seems like a great guy. Yes, he sits there with a drink and he doesn't really monologue at all. He just kind of sits there and waits for people to say stuff, you know. Anyway, last year I had been doing my show for like uh 3 or 4 months. Something like that. And I was up super early, uh, as I often am. And I I was like, what do I do? What am I going to do? And so I got into RPAN just to pass some time, just to see who's who's doing RPAN. So there was that guy, Paul's Garage. Now, you'll notice my RPAN user account says nothing about Chicago Tony, right? What is, I don't even know what it is, something. Libby Nader, Libby Nader which is, I don't know, my idiot computer guy set it up for me. It's meaningful to him, I guess. Vince, my computer guy. Anyway. Oh, different guy, huh, Amber? All right, I'm going to tell my Paul's Garage thing anyway. I think that's who Tank was talking about, is this Paul's Garage guy. Anyway, it's 4 a.m. My show goes on at 7. It's 4 a.m. I get in his feed and just say hello. Like type in hello. Within moments, someone in the in the in the section says, "Holy shit, Chicago Tony is in the thing." And then Paul, the guy doing the stream, he's like, "Chicago Tony's in here." <laughs> That's what I knew. Okay, or whatever. Somehow something's happening. Word is getting around. Hey, someone, you guys on the um, on the Discord. So, someone later, you gotta post uh, post a link to who this other live streamer is. I would love to see uh, that person's shows, and just uh, I I would love to see someone who's doing something similar to me. That that would be that would be hilarious. All right, so um, let's see. I must tell you, it's pri- it's really time for mailbag seven thirty one. So those of you newbies. We have uh, people even writing letters to the show. It's fucked up. If anyone wants to write a letter, the email address is uh, chicagotonyv at gmail.com. And go ahead and send in a letter if it's reasonable, if it's not mean and all that stuff. Oh, I just turned off the thing. Um, if it's cool in that way, we will uh, we'll read it on the show. And we have a good time. It's fun. 
And, uh... So this guy's name is Bill, huh? Garbo is his Reddit username. Oh, he's a dumpster fire. Oh, wait a minute. Is this the White Sox guy or something like that? He seems mad. He's a very negative person, right? Drinks a lot on his show. I think he's a White Sox guy. Anyway, whatever. Let's get into mailbag. <laughs> Let's get into mailbag. Okay, here we go. First letter. Hey, Mr. V, since you are single and male, I can only assume that you are a gamer. Can you describe what you are into? Have you ever considered live streaming any of that stuff? This is from Jimmy T from Baltimore. Uh, so gamer, I assume you, you're talking video games, right? And live streaming video games. Okay, so I'm not a gamer. I'm not a gamer. Now I have, I actually have a, at least one console here for uh, uh, when uh, my nephews, etc., come visit. I remember years ago, I, I got something, and I got something recently too. I don't know what it is. I never play that stuff, but I have stuff here. If uh, if there are any, you know, kids hanging or hanging out that uh, would rather not hear me run my my yapper. But I'm not a gamer myself. And to be totally honest, I don't understand it. I, I don't mean li like from a live streaming point of view. Like, so I'm on Twitch. There's my my uh, Twitch, uh, whatever. Link there up above. Why someone, now again, I'm old. But why someone would tune in to watch someone play video games is kind of, or why they would do it with regularity that's what i don't get now our very own yak horseman he has uh he's a fan of the show he's actually he's actually i i think if the stars align yak horseman is going to be is going to have a recurring segment of our show believe it or not get ready people anyway <clears throat> he's been a, a live streaming gamer guy and uh, whatever. So he, he understands that. But no, I have never considered doing that. I don't get it. Um, I would much rather. I love interacting, right, with you people and just shooting the shit. And I guess, at least for the show, I'm very verbal. I can't imagine how distracting it would be if I'm sitting there trying to, whatever, collect gold coins or whatever the freak happens on video games. Amber Glow did put this guy's thing on the uh, on our Discord before, huh? Hello from beautiful West Garfield, says Foster. Hello. West Garfield what? Don't we need more information than that? West Garfield. Where the hell is that? Is there a state? What country? Let's start there. What hemisphere? Tank says, when I see live stream games, I think of waiting for my friend to finish Zelda before we go outside and play. There you go. That's that's a perfect image. It's like video games are like a very, uh, they're a solo activity. I realize you can be sitting there with a buddy and do like a two player thing. And I also realize you can be on, there can be online players, but you know what I mean. 
So yeah, the image of waiting for your buddy to get off the freaking shit so you can actually play and go outside in the real universe. That's the image uh, that, that makes sense to me. Amber Glow says, I've heard it compared to adults watching home improvement shows. That actually helps me understand. That helps. Now, I will say this, just to play devil's advocate, I I recognize that um, some of these video games, they're very, very artistic. They're beautiful. So I could see kind of jumping on one of those things. If there's a particularly beautiful game, some of it's stunning. It's amazing. I've seen that uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Is that the latest? Some of it's like, I can't believe how realistic this looks. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> yes, we're going to have more yak if, if the stars align, the stars align. Now, you, we all know, first of all, yak is a youngster. He's in college. He might allegedly be in love, which normally means all bets are off. And also he's extremely tall. So he doesn't get probably enough oxygen as he really needs, you know, up there in that whatever stratosphere his head lives in. It's clearly fucking up his hair, too. But anyway, hopefully we can hold it together. If I can crack the whip enough on Yak, then uh, then I think, I think uh, as a matter of fact, I have a meeting with Yak today, believe it or not. Fingers crossed, everybody. West Garfield Park, Chicago. Oh, why didn't I assume that? I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. You gotta, don't act like you don't know. <laughs> You got to remember, and I'm sure you don't, you wouldn't know this, Foster. But you got to remember, I fled, I had to flee Chicago like 22 years ago, 23 years ago. I don't know. So, I mean, I almost, in some ways, it feels like I'm, it's just a different life now. I almost never, I very rarely get back there. When I do, I like to have coffee in a Danish with mail carriers. It's a long story. And I don't mean male like the uh, uh, sexual orientation. Yak's hair is gorgeous, says Georgie. Okay, someone in Discord must tell Yak to go uh, listen listen to it. I'm so behind on mailbag. Let's see what's next. Okay, dear Tony, I've been on three dates with a wonderful man. I think things are going very well. At least they are for me. I really like him a lot. My one challenge is he is very shy. I want to help things along from a physical aspect with more intimacy, touching, etc. But I don't know how to uh, approach given his extreme shyness. I'm so nervous because I don't want to screw this up. How should I go about this? This is from Linda from Trenton, New Jersey. Wow, now that's a letter. I want to I want to help things along from a physical aspect with more intimacy, touching, etc. Wow. I don't know. Maybe this maybe this guy hit the jackpot, huh? I I mean my first answer is now I'm just going on uh uh, uh averages, the law of averages. And I'm sorry, 
there are some differences between the sexes. There just are, right? My my, my first uh, my first response is I wouldn't worry about it too much. I think I, I think your your uh, fella is probably he's he's probably wired to be quite okay with this, and maybe he'll be relieved that because he's so shy, you know. Maybe he's all he's all worried about. Uh, geez, how do I get from point A to point D, whatever? And if you, since you are, are very motivated, I would still say think of it like. Uh, <laughs> and let me preface this by the way: getting romantic advice for me is a horrible idea. Okay, can I just get it out there? But I, since you asked, I'm going to give the advice. But but a probably, as a matter of fact, maybe do the opposite of what I say is a good is a good gauge. But anyway, here, treat it like you're training a horse, like you're breaking a horse, okay? How do they break horses? I don't really know, but what I think is it's it's a little it's a little at a time. You 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 gradually So with your boyfriend, right? Just a, just a little touch, a little hand-holding, a little bit here and there. And the idea is small increments, maybe whatever. Pat him on the back, he does something. And then, uh, and then d- d- down the road, maybe you're running your fingers through his hair a little bit. Before you know it, you'll be riding him. It's <laughs> the whole idea, right? You'll literally be riding him, which is, it sounds like that's what you want. Okay. It's my two cents. All right, Linda from Trenton. Good luck, dear. Good luck. Sounds like you have a good heart. And you're a little horny, it sounds like. Okay, next letter. Hey, Mr. Tony, I love my girlfriend. She makes me laugh, and she is a great cook. Very nice. The one thing that grates on me is she is always late for things. Always. I have tried begging and pleading with no success. Can you think of a way that I can get her to change this behavior? This is from Paul D. from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Paul D. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Has anyone been to Yesterdog in Grand Rapids, Michigan? Is that place still around? That was absolutely tremendous back in the day. Ode says uh, uh, that lady's going to be riding him with spurs on a crop. I think that's where she's headed. That's where she's headed. In public. At the Derby for millions to watch this foster. Anyway, now I've already forgotten the question I just read. That happens sometimes. I'll read the next letter and go back and then there are some great comments about the previous letter. Oh, yeah. So I love your girlfriend. She's fabulous, but she's always late. Okay, here's the deal. Be careful, okay? Be careful. Be careful. Because your girlfriend sounds lovely. She's a great cook, right? That's fabulous. She's funny. That's fabulous. That will serve you. If you guys end up together, that'll serve you for the rest of your lives together. That's fabulous. 
But now we're talking about changing a person. If she's always late, and I know people who are always late. I'm never that way. I'm always on time. And I totally get why it's so frustrating. I get. I get that. What I'm saying is, I think um, this might be one of those things that uh, people, most people who are this way, they cannot work their, themselves out of it. I have a very good uh, uh, buddy whose wife is this way. She is always late. Now, I know for a fact that um, he is begged and pleaded with her and explained and cajoled and all that stuff. And at some point, she's going to be the way she is. So so part of the answer here is actually um, acceptance, right? You're not going to change her. And I don't, I don't think we should be in the business of changing our loved ones anyway, right? Now, you can try. I, this is different from getting someone getting better. So, I mean, yes, you've got to say it and you've got to expose the person to here's why this is you know, here's why you should really work on this. But then you're done. You Then you accept whatever it is. Tank has a, an interesting uh, comment. If dinner is at 6.30, tell her it's at 6. I think, I think these people who are dealing with significant others like this, they're, um, they're always uh, doing stuff like that, pulling stuff like that. Georgie says, I had a friend uh, years ago who was always late. We did the tell her the earlier time thing, and she adjusted. So we just deal with it. The fact that she operated, uh, uh, the fact is she operated on her own time schedule. Yes, my good, good buddy went through a phase of, okay, I'll lie about the time. And she became hip to it. I, I mean, think of that. These people, they need to be late. To them, for whatever reason, this makes sense. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, that's when we were kids, says Georgie. As an adult, it's kind of BS. It's especially BS. Like so many ladies today, This my, my buddy's wife is a professional. I guarantee she's not late for her business meetings when her, whatever, her boss calls them or whatever. I'll bet she figures, she finds a way to be on time. So it is a bit of a slap in the face. It's frustrating. But I don't know. I just think we need to be real careful about like changing people, you know, good with the bad. That's what it is. Okay, next letter. Hey, Tony, do you think loneliness has generally ramped up during the COVID era? It's an era now. Uh, my own personal sense is that I'm way more isolated than I was two years ago. Do you battle loneliness and what do you do about it? Love the podcast. This is from Jerry K from Skokie, Illinois. Oh, it's a very Chicago area centric, uh, show today. Skokie. Jerry, thank you for your letter. I do for sure. It is definitely ramped up. Um, I think a lot of, I mean, hell. So many more people are working from home. I've heard of a lot of people quitting their jobs for some crazy, crazy reason. They got hooked on the STEMI checks from the government. Um, and then, so Jerry says, do you battle loneliness and what do you do about it? 
Absolutely I do. I'm just being honest. Yeah, I'm a super... Uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I don't go to the office. Studio A, those of you longtime viewers, you know that uh, I used to do the show from Studio A, my office office, right? And I used to see people, um, co-workers, etc., etc. And uh, I don't even do that anymore. Yeah, Georgie says he goes on RPAN and makes friends. That That is literally how I have um, dealt with with loneliness, I still can't believe how well it's worked out. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Um, but having said this, and this is su super important to me. Now, I'm not for this, for uh, Jerry K from Skokie. I'm not saying so start uh, live streaming. Although you could, why not? It's easy to do. Um, but yeah, it, it has helped me a lot. So anyway, you're not crazy, Jerry. I think there's a lot of loneliness going around. I know of a lot of, uh, I feel like I'm here, I, I'm hearing more and more and more of like my couple friends who are splitting up, breaking up, which to me, I don't know, that's not how I'm wired. So whatever, to each his own. But uh, yeah, you're not crazy. So I, you got to find creative ways. I think it's not healthy to be so isolated so you have to find creative ways and i mean something i do is i reach out to my beautiful friends i uh, yes i will even sometimes outside of doing this show i'll fire up our pan and just do just say hi to people because i'm lonely and uh i just keep telling myself it'll all be over soon so it helps me get through okay Dear Tony, if you had to make your own personal favorite sandwich, what would it have on it? How often do you make this sandwich? Uh, this is from Ken from Racine, Wisconsin. If I had to make my own... Well, okay, my favorite sandwich is the... Uh, it's that thing from Bennigan's. What the hell is it called? The Monte Cristo. That is my favorite sandwich. We've been over this. It's like ham, Swiss cheese. It's dipped in a batter and fried, and it's served with raspberry jelly. And I absolutely freaking love it. Anyway, but if I'm making a sandwich by myself, I don't think that's too much work. I don't think I'm gonna make my own Monte Cristo, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't compare. So, my own favorite sandwich. I don't know if this is. If, if, if I should be allowed to get away with this, but it would probably be a cheeseburger. That's a sandwich, right? I think I would make a cheeseburger kind of thing. That would be my deal. I'm not a big sandwich guy, especially if I have to make it myself. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see, people. Yes, the Monte Cristo. Amber knows this. All right, let's see. What's the next letter? <clears throat> Dear Tony, longtime fan here, in need of advice. For the past year or so, my husband has been playing caretaker for me because of medical complications. I'm still pretty incapacitated, but I really want to do something special for him this Valentine's Day to express just how much I love him and how grateful I am for everything he's done, endured, and had to give up to be there for me. 
I've got zero ideas, so I'm reaching out for help. Any thoughts? Love you and your show. This is uh, from Gigi in Rockville, Maryland. Gigi in Rockville, Maryland. That's interesting. Um, so, right out of the gate. I mean, call me crazy, but right out of the gate, my mind goes to um, <clears throat> like strippergram, or, or there's a, there's maybe a range here, strippergram all the way up to um, just uh, a straight up call girl. You know, and maybe partially this is because I've been watching uh, Sopranos, rewatching Sopranos, and and that used to be a way they would give favors from time to time. I don't know. I don't know, Gigi in Rockville, Maryland, how uh, it might be something. It really depends on how much you love your husband, right? I'm just kidding, of course. I'm kidding, of course. It's just a joke. But uh, what a beautiful letter. What a beautiful, beautiful letter from a beautiful person. Beautiful letter. Now, it's interesting. I think the fact... Gigi from Rockville, Maryland. The fact that you have that uh, you have a husband that's been uh, that stepped up to the plate and has been there and has cared for you so much. This is an incredible gift. I think um, I think sometimes in life it doesn't it doesn't have to be a marriage, but certainly like you're in a situation where it happens to be your marriage. There sometimes stuff happens where you actually get to learn things about about what you're made of, what your spouse is made of. And um, I'm so big on, I'm always talking about, there's, there's always a silver lining. There's always a silver lining. And uh, you guys... You know, you 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 have this situation where you you um, get to get to see what you're made of, and you get to see what Danny's made of, and what a gift, what a legend, what a legend. I have an uncle who is um, um, who is uh, has had to take care of of his wife um, for fifty years. Over 50 years. I think they've been married now 52 years. And obviously, thank God you guys are in a different situation. I think you said for the past year, but uh, uh, for 50 years. And it's like, um, it has been such a lesson. It's been such a lesson. Okay, so it's not, not only has has he, he gotten to feel needed, right? But it's been a lesson for all of us in the family. It's like, oh man, now this is someone for us to aspire to. So, um, I think uh, you know. So Danny's one of those people that uh, stepped up to the plate, and God love him, right? And it's amazing. So he's so you guys. I think sometimes when you're such a beautiful couple, okay as you guys are you've always you've always been i've always thought to myself oh man someday if i could if i could 
find my own Georgie, you know, that sort of thing. Sometimes when you're such an awesome couple, part of that means you're going to be teaching other people, right? Just through your own actions. And I think that's part of what Danny's doing. And uh, <clears throat> it's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. You guys are lovely. You guys are lovely. And uh, I'm, sh I'm sure it's difficult. You know, anytime we're in a relationship, we want to, we always, uh, for me, it's a huge problem is like, I don't want to need to, I don't, I don't want to need help. I don't want that, you know, however, um, <clears throat> I will also say going through life where, uh, there are a whole lot of people that feel like, uh, that never get to feel like they're really needed and really appreciated, right? They're, they're so key and so critical. And uh, maybe that's a, you know, that's a gift. That's a gift for Danny. You know, a lot of people, and I'm going to include myself in there. Um, what it must, what it would feel like to, to ha have someone who, who just thinks, thank God you're here. You know, so that's a tremendous gift. I love you both, and uh, and uh, you you will just continue to be a shining example for me, and just kind of like the gold standard. You're a beautiful couple. God love you, and Georgia, you're you're tremendous, tremendous. So you guys just keep on marching in time. Happy Valentine's for whenever. I hope Danny watches this and let me know if you if I need to edit out the first part because I'm in idiot right but i think from of what i know of danny's uh, sense of humor that's where my brain went first anyway but uh anyway god love you thank you for the letter gg tremendous tremendous lovely let me just so i just because i'm about to burst out crying let me get to another letter let's see see what we can do dear tony have you ever had a girl ask you out on a date what is with have they all been relationship questions today this is amazing have you ever had a girl ask you out on a date any problems with that i've been waiting for a guy i work with to ask me out and i'm sick of waiting i'm going to ask him out advice is this a crazy idea this is from gabby from elmwood park new jersey uh, I think it's kind of simple. Just ask him out. Simple. Don't worry about it. Just do it. What's the, what's the worst that could happen? You know, open and shut. Don't, don't overthink things. I think, uh, if, um, if it's meant to be, it's going to, it's meant to be. Now, I actually, as I sit here, so you asked, have you ever had a girl ask you on a date? I have, now that I think about it. I mean, one comes to mind. Years ago, someone who uh, was like a, we were in college, so whatever, maybe call it a classmate of mine. She asked me to go to Garth Brooks, a Garth Brooks concert. She was very, very, for some reason, she was very... I want it to be you, 
let's go to Garth Brooks. I had never been. So um, we went to a Garth Brooks concert, and uh, it was uh, it, it was horrible. <laughs> That's just because she was just too forward to, you know. And and maybe I, maybe the, one of the reasons I said yes is I was kind of curious to see Garth Brooks. I wasn't necessarily as curious. Uh, to spend time with her, but whatever it is, what it is. But I would say, don't worry about it. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If you want to ask this guy out, absolutely. The, these days are are uh, different. Um, and, uh, you know, times are different. And so, I would say go for it. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay, it is 8.01... I better skedaddle. I uh, I love you guys and I like you guys. And uh, thank you for spending time with me today. Um, I feel pretty lucky. And you do you do all help me uh, feel a little bit less lonely. Thank you to all the letter writers out there. And uh, anyway, I will see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until we meet again. I want to uh, just remind you, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? I love you. See you all tomorrow. Take care.